what the others say. War is inevitable. Yes, I agree. I must return to Aldra. I mean, just I love it when just political intrigue between yes. these two we'll is happening in Star Wars. They did this so much better in Rogue One than they did in uh, Phantom Menace, in my opinion. For sure. And there was a deleted scene with these two from Revenge of the Sith that yeah. was a really cool scene. So I think this is redemption for that. Oh, Jimmy Smith. I would trust her with my life. My precious adopted daughter, who I was told not to put in harm's way ever. <laughs> sure, she'll handle this mission. Send her along. <laughs> she'll be fine. She's a tough kid. <sighs> Your Highness, oh. the transmission we received. Yes. Yes. She'll be fine. What is it they've sent us? Help. But how does she know who Obi Wan even is? That's right. That's my question. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Oh. What an amazing ending. But Leia, are we coming back to this yes. age of Leia? Yes, really we must. We need to. Hello there. Hello. Welcome back to New Rock Stars. <laughs> Help us, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're our only hope. But why did Leia Organa say those words? Was there a history between this Princess of Alderaan and Obi-Wan Kenobi that we do not know yet? And will we see that backstory on this season of... Kenobi! <laughs> That'll never get old for me. <laughs> never! It'll just uh, age like wine. Yes. Oh, uh, uh, I, I just, in my mind, I realized there was something that, was, that came up in a meeting this week of like pitch like age like other things and uh, you may see it on New Rockstar so I don't want to spoil it right. but uh, it made me laugh it gave me a mental giggle there yes. a mental giggle and whenever I'm not laughing out loud Tommy I'm doing mental giggles me too so I just want you to know that that's all I internalize so much of my joy well this is Wookie Leaks our weekly reaction to the latest in Star Wars I'm Eric Voss uh, right now I am here chatting Kenobi with Tommy Bechtold oh yeah and I gotta say after last week I went straight home and I watched Rogue One and then I watched A New Hope and I just bridged them together I watched the last scene of Rogue One the first scene of A New Hope and it was like oh it was so good it was like a little hot fudge sundae for my eyes it was wonderful <laughs> oh just seeing those let's see how many engines 11 engines 11. on the Tantive 4 or 12 engines on the Tantive 4 I can remember it's 4, 3, 4, 4, 4, 4 just seeing those together and a, a completely unnecessary number of engines on, on just a passenger cruiser yeah but I love seeing it it works it's, it's, it's that it's guy in your town that makes his car way too loud because he wants like everyone <laughs> to know where he's coming like it's like a it's like a Ford Taurus, but he's supercharged it and put like way too big of an engine in it. It's that guy. That's what that that's what that passenger ship is. <laughs> I agree. Now, Tommy and I were chatting before we started rolling about how like we're surprised how many of you are joining us every week for uh, for this show. We love being able to do this, and we thank you so so much for tuning in every week. We're gonna do our best to try to answer your Star Wars questions. I mean, right now. We're, we're, we are in kind of a dune sea of, of Star Wars content. There's little news trickling out here and there. We still don't have a Kenobi trailer, but the fact that you guys are still eager to hear me and Tommy yeah. uh, uh, gab about Jabba or yes. whatever. Jabba Jabber is what we have in the script here, but we never That's actually jabba Jabba Jabba. Yo Gabba Jabba. I just have to say, Eric, you know, these dune seas, though they are sandy, were once covered in water. And and we are perhaps providing the moisture. We're getting the people uh -huh. wet with enthusiasm over the <laughs> uh, over over the Star Wars content. And for that, 
I'm grateful. That's right. We're we're keeping the tap running. We're keeping the water warm, <laughs> we should say, right? Yes. Uh, but just with our body heat, that's the secret of our hot tub, is it's just us, baby. There's that's no right. jets running. That's right. It's just us. <laughs> but, you know, th- this dry spell may be coming to a close because the word on the street is we may be seeing a trailer for Obi-Wan Kenobi any day now. In fact, maybe this week. We will see. So until that trailer starts to answer our questions about the series, maybe brings up more questions, we want to explore one more rumor that has gotten us very excited for Obi-Wan Kenobi, that young Leia could appear on this series. Could we finally get the answer to the mystery of how Leia knew Obi-Wan Kenobi, not just through her father telling her that he is her only hope, but these two might have met before this, um, before we saw this moment in Rogue One, and then of course when they when they came together in A New Hope. That's what we'll explore on today's episode, but first we want to thank our merch partners at Epic Hero Shop for giving us a new Batman-inspired latest obsession shirt. You can check that out over at EpicHeroShop.com or NewRockStarsMerch.com. It's a really, really cool shirt. I, I'm not wearing it now because I, I wore it all weekend for my Batman uh, videos, and I sweated through that because I, you know, <laughs> just feeling that heat from that bat signal, you know, just mm, sizzling, sizzling. So I sweat straight through that thing. It's in the uh, in the laundry. Uh, but as a reminder, all the releases in the latest Obsession series have been big hits, and eventually they sell out. So you gotta head on over to EpicHeroShop.com, grab one for yourself before they are gone. Uh, Eric? Will Obi-Wan Kenobi feature young Leia? Well, a reminder that Obi-Wan Kenobi is taking place in 9 BBY, that's 10 years after Revenge of the Sith, 9 years before A New Hope, so Leia's going to be about 10 years old at the time of this series. There were some rumors last July that a young Leia was cast for Kenobi, maybe with actress Vivian Lyra Blair, that's the girl from Bird Box, if you remember that movie. Cannot confirm that to be true yet. We will see. Uh, uh, Major media outlets were not confirming that. It's just a rumor. But uh, this era of Leia's life has been largely unexplored in live-action Star Wars. After the Clone Wars, Leia, of course, was adopted by Senator Bail Organa, Jimmy Smits. We're smitten for Smits. Smitten my mouth, baby. I'm ready for (laughs) you. He's he's uh that guy will age uh, so well that he's gonna if he shows up on Obi Wan Kenobi as we expect him to yeah. he's gonna look so good compared yeah. to every other actor. They're also they're gonna be like be we like, don't hey. need to do any technology to you. <laughs> you're fine. Yeah, you're good. You look Sh- the same. Teach us your technology. You yes. know something, and he's just do whatever they like, did him in, in the heights. The How, however, the makeup yeah. person did him in in the heights is exactly. He looked literally no different than twenty years ago. We're just going to hear a a bell from a door opening in a bodega, and he's going to say, good morning. We're going to be like, (laughs) One mega lotto ticket, please. (laughs) (laughs) Theater kids talking about Star Wars. Theater kids, a galaxy far away. Away. Well, after the loyal people who've stuck with us this far have all clicked away, (laughs) understandably. We lost um, them. Picking back up with what happened with adopted Leia. So yeah, uh, Bale adopted her along with his wife, Breha, uh, the queen of um, uh, Alderaan. And Leia's youth was explored in actually a few materials that are still currently considered to be Star Wars canon, uh, like the 2015 junior novel retelling of A New Hope called The Princess, the Scoundrel, and the Farm Boy. In that, we learn how Leia, as a kid, actually preferred shooting lessons to her royal etiquette training from her many aunts. And uh, she heard stories from uh, Bail Organa about the Jedi and about Darth Vader. She learned to despise Tarkin. 
which is why she was so disgusted with him in A New Hope. Um, and then there was a 2019 comic called So Much More in which uh, Breha told Leia about Amidala of Naboo. And they, she finds her reading at the base of the statue. She's like, who is this woman? And then she tells her all about Padme's importance eventually to the rebellion as this independent senator who spoke out against what was happening in the Senate. But she stopped short of telling her that Padme was her biological, mo uh, biological mother. Uh. Really, her youth is explored the most in the 2017 book by Claudia Gray called Leia, Princess of Alderaan, set when Leia turns 13, and she uh, really enters the political world of the legislative apprenticeship. She meets uh, eventual political allies like Mon Mothma, as well as a young Alan Holdo, uh, and she finally learns that her parents are part of the rebellion. That was a secret kept uh, from her until she was 16, uh, and then by the end of that book, she herself joins the rebellion and vows to, to help these uh, rebel missions and actually we see her a few years after that in star wars rebels season two episode 12 a princess a princess on lothal uh this would be about two years before a new hope or so and in this episode leia escorts three cruisers to lothal and stages a kind of con to make it look like those cruisers got stolen by the rebels when in fact she was actually working with them uh, but she couldn't look like she was directly mm. helping them she had to make it look like they were on opposite sides right. so if she does show up on this show at age 10, this should be before Leia learns about Bail Organa's allegiance to the Rebellion. And therefore, she shouldn't really meet Obi-Wan Kenobi, right? Because Obi-Wan is really, at this point in history, a super wanted fugitive in the eyes of the Empire and in the eyes of the Inquisitors. Uh, it'd be like a kid during the War on Terror uh, hanging out with Osama bin Laden. Uh, and then, like, that kid would probably know who Osama bin Laden is, even if, you know, her parents were actually working for Al-Qaeda and she didn't know that. Look, I'm making some problematic comparisons to the rebels in Al-Qaeda, but uh, they are supposed to be terrorists, at least in the eyes of the Empire. It's just terrorists <laughs> doing good stuff, you know. Uh, you know it, it, yeah, yeah not terrorists go doing good hole. stuff. That's like the pilot we wrote, remember? Where we tried to paint <laughs> yeah. terrorists in a sympathetic light. We were uh -huh, going to try and change uh -huh. the narrative. And then people said, Eric, Tommy, this will kill your careers. And we said, we don't care. And we mailed them in suspicious packages to all the major studio heads. Right, and in, right. in hindsight, that was a bad move by us. It was in hindsight, especially to pitch it the day after 9-11. We right. were really confident in that idea. but 9-12, you know, who could forget? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Snip so, all yes. that out if you want, guys. No, leave it in. <laughs> I, I will quit. I will walk off this job if you leave it in. And then all the editors are like, yeah, leave it in. Bury these foot. But anyway, yes, if Leia were to have met Obi-Wan Kenobi, yeah, that would have been, like, she would have known how big of a deal that was. Um, because at that point, she did not know what her parents were really doing, that they were involved with the rebels, that they were old friends, and still good friends with this person. So if she met Obi-Wan Kenobi at age 10 in this show, it would likely be in some scenario where she actually learns his relationship with Bale and Bale's true loyalties. It would have to do a bit of a retcon to that 2017 book. So if young Leia is in this series, I think it'll either be in a scenario where Obi-Wan interacts with her without revealing his true identity, like where he's disguised, or uh, revealing his history with her parents, or they're gonna retcon that 2017 book. I just assume the former that for now, maybe some part of this series will show Obi-Wan disguised, either masked or just like he looks different enough that, you know, they don't And she the doesn't, doesn't know see him really, right? Like she doesn't have like she, a, Maybe she doesn't. Yeah. Maybe maybe like the like Obi-Wan Kenobi isn't like a, a serious black wanted posters everywhere. Right, right. But like he's just someone that even the Empire through their propaganda has just 
like yeah. tried to erase and has only equipped the Inquisitors to try to hunt down that former Jedi because his survival might make them look bad. And, and if Solo, a Star Wars story, taught us anything, it's that the Empire is very self-aware of their branding, including the Imperial March being their actual theme song for, for their... For their recruitment video. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, agreed. Um, now, really, there are all kinds of ways this Kenobi series could change our understandings of Obi Wan's time during this period in Star Wars history. Like, if he leaves Tatooine at all in this series, it's going to seem like a pretty big contradiction of his vow to Yoda to look after Luke Skywalker. We've always assumed, especially when Maul caught up with Obi Wan in Rebels, that Obi Wan just spent all of that time. On tattooing, just getting old, just going by the name Ben Kenobi, getting a reputation as just this weird loner exile that's uh, living where he's living in Beggar's Canyon. So, like, the fact that he would have other adventures where he left this sandy planet is just going to be interesting. I, I kind of want that to be the case, but it does kind of force the question of who's going to be looking after Luke during that time while he's gone. Uh, he's going to need some kind of babysitter to make sure Luke stays okay. I'm thinking maybe Force Ghost Qui-Gon could do that and alert Ooh. him like as like kind of a baby monitor. Or maybe Ahsoka Tano. The only issue there is it would mean Rosario Dawson would return and play Ahsoka 20 years younger than the age she plays the character in The Mandalorian and, and Boba Fett. But, you know, like Jimmy Smith's, Rosario Dawson does not age. No. Only looks uh, uh, handsomer and prettier, those two, as, as the years go on. Must be nice. Must be nice. Must be nice. Anyway, I'm oh, sorry. Lin-Manuel just is going to creep back into this episode multiple times. We can't avoid we it. We can't keep him out. We can't keep him out. I, we're going to talk about Bruno. We'll raise a glass. Raise episode. a glass to him, huh? <laughs> so I guess my question for you, Tommy, is how bad would things have to get for young Leia for Obi-Wan to leave behind Luke on Tatooine? Like, is Leia going to need to get rescued? Is she going to get ensnared some, in some Civil War conflict that Obi-Wan will need to intervene in, but do it in some kind of subtle way that doesn't reveal his Jedi history? Or perhaps will some Inquisitor discover the lineage connection between Leia and Luke uh... and Vader? And Obi-Wan's going to need to take out that Inquisitor to keep the secret buried. I absolutely love that idea. I, so here's the thing, Obi-Wan and Leia kind of have a complicated relationship, even just looking in the films. If you think about, like, uh, Empire Strikes Back, Obi-Wan kind of, I mean, I know that, granted, this was like the early 80s, and maybe the mentality was like, we've got to keep these stories male, protagonist-driven, but at one point he laments to Yoda that Luke is their only hope, despite knowing that Leia exists, and has to be reminded by Yoda that, like, no, there's there a whole other way. person that could also, yeah. that has these force, probably force abilities and force sensitivities. They're going to have to redo a lot of that. Like, Obi-Wan's going to have to have this sudden appreciation for Leia that he hasn't just demonstrated before. The thing I really like, though, it, it, that I had talked about before and that you're talking about here now, is the idea of maybe him moving around Leia to keep her safe without her having anywhere. There won't be a direct uh, interaction between them, but he will... Obi-Wan will intervene to keep her alive and keep her safe without her having any knowledge that he was there. Almost like a like a shadow protector. You know, like I think that Yeah, what am I thinking of? There's like a cartoon where there's like a baby crawling and there's like someone who's like, oh, oh yes. like a cat or something that's <laughs> yeah. trying to keep him safe. Where what am I thinking of? Oh, I guess it's kind of like Who Framed Roger Rabbit a little bit. That's there's what like I was thinking. The baby yes. the opening scene and the baby, yes. like all the knives are flying around. Yes. Um it is kind of that, like uh, the oblivious. It's almost what like the Mandalorian started as, right? Like, right. Baby Yoda's getting into trouble, and then Mando's like, right. "No, 
like keeping uh, pianos from falling on him. I like the um, idea though of, of the mystery of the Skywalker family could be un- could have been uncovered much earlier, only to be foiled by Obi Wan. Like you know, like only to be only to have Obi Wan prevent that knowledge from reaching them. Like almost in a selfish way. Like in a, you know what I mean. Like him being like yeah. this would this will create too much of a mess. Almost still perhaps in a way to preserve Luke's safety. Like he's like Leia can't find out that Vader is her father because then she'll go find Luke. So he right. has to like keep her from knowing this. I like that. Which I is, think that yeah. I think that that would be a really cool way to do that. I, I yeah, I just don't know. I'm so fascinated by how these new shows can can develop and, and evolve these characters. It's such a cool opportunity because like I said, it, when you watch the original trilogy, you're like Obi-Wan doesn't think anything of Leia really. <laughs> you know, like he's just kind of like She's just the prince. Yeah. I mean, he he respects her as like a princess and as a dignitary, but he's not like, she's definitely not on equal footing with Luke. Like he's like, Luke is our savior. Right. And that's why like you touch on something. I, I love Empire Strikes Back. It'll always be in my top three of Star Wars films. And it's one of my like top 10 movies. Yes. Um, but the reason why I think I'll always lean to A New Hope, just being a, a more purely structured film that I'll always like a bit more, is Empire starts to do a bit more world building and franchise building that just feels a, a, not sloppy, but just feels a little a little forced. Uh, and I think that moment was one, it felt so cryptic and cool, but it forces us to like blame Obi-Wan for stuff that's not really his fault. It's right. like, it's just like George Lucas, it's Larry Kasdan just trying to do their best. Exactly. Um, but like when George says that he had all this figured out and outlined when he first wrote uh, the first script for Star Wars, I don't buy it. He made some changes over time, which is okay for creatives Well, to, why would to you not? That. Once I mean, once right. once you see how people, if you put a piece of art out into the world and see how people react, it's human nature to be like, let me make some tweaks to keep this reaction positive. Most people aren't Andy Kaufman antagonizing people <laughs> with their art at all costs. Like, <laughs> I, I don't think uh, they knew at that point that Leia was going to be revealed. I yeah. think they the idea was there was another, could have referred to a couple different other things. I'm sure there are interviews out there that I'm forgetting where they said what they intended there was another to be. But I don't think they knew at that point that Leia was going to be revealed. They did have that moment, I guess, at the end of Empire where Leia sensed uh, Luke calling out to her. Maybe you could make an argument there that that for sure meant that they were going to be siblings or that she was just another Force-sensitive person who is right. somehow connected to this. I don't know if we should blame Obi-Wan for that. I know that's what we try to do at New Rockstars is not, like, antagonize the creatives, the directors, the screenwriters and make this stuff by, like, framing it as a character choice as opposed to... A, Stupid a, a Obi-Wan Kenobi, that sentient character who made that choice. You know who I blame? Sir Alec Guinness. Exhume his body (laughs) and put him on trial. (laughs) I mean, famously, it's that whole scene was, uh, I believe, a certain point of view came earlier in the movie, right? No, that was that scene. Um, No, it was when Luke took off when he said uh, he was our last hope, right? Yes. He leaves Dagobah to go save, try and save Han and Leia before his training was completed. Yeah, I think the line from a certain point of view just kind of was supposed to justify all of it. And the reason that Luke was not told that Darth Vader was his dad, uh, we don't find that out until, of course, at the end of Empire, um, was that they didn't want him to confront Vader that soon. That's why Yoda didn't want him to leave Dagobah, is right. he tried to scare him with you know his own face under his father's mask. Like, you're not ready. You're not ready to confront this guy yet. And it's it's going to be bad. You're going to lose one of your friends. Uh, or he'll just be frozen in carbonite, and you can thaw him out later. But um, I think to answer the question of like Leia on this show, I think we are hearing some rumors that like Rupert Friend, who is the guy from Homeland, if you watch Homeland, he was yes. like the dude on that show. He's awesome. Um, he might be playing the Grand Inquisitor. 
um, who's going to be discovering Obi-Wan. And I assume that he would be this interesting antagonist that Obi-Wan would be afraid of uh, catching Luke and Leia. I think at that point, Obi-Wan's not interested in self-preservation as much as he is the preservation of the people he vowed to protect. Absolutely. Like, for, from his point of view, uh, his life is essentially over. He's fought all of his battles. His one final mission is to make sure these kids are going to be okay, or this one yeah. kid is going to be okay. And that's why he's okay to give his life on the Death Star. He's like, yep. eh, I don't need to live anymore. I'm good. I'm good. If Obi-Wan's life is threatened, I think as long as he would have like some other babysitter to fill in for him and look after Luke, I think it's okay. So if you're going to challenge a guy who no longer has self-preservation as his number one priority, you got to threaten the kids. Uh, and I think that Grand Inquisitor discovering that connection, you got to imagine, if you're a Grand Inquisitor, you're a former Jedi who's, trying, who's tasked with hunting down other Jedi, if you discover that basically the boss has this dark secret that could be embarrassing to him, don't you think you would keep that from him at first to say, like, look, I found it. I took care of it. Don't worry about it. If he were to bring it to him, he might be like, he's this motherfucker is going to force choke me if I if Right. Tell right. Yeah, absolutely. Like, you could imagine Darth he's Vader being go kept like, up on that. Just carve, like, a little axe <laughs> in him. I think that could end up being uh, something that happens. That would be the one thing that I could imagine Obi-Wan being like, okay, look. By the way, an Inquisitor horror movie, people are getting carved in half by lightsabers, but, like... But like vertically would be incredible, yes. like a like a hard R gory Inquisitor, like just like almost like an alien. It takes place on one ship with an Inquisitor is going around murdering people. Oh yeah, would be incredible. Deborah Chow, if you're listening, there's yeah. still time. But I mean, I think that's the thing. This has got to be the show that introduces uh, live action viewers to Inquisitors. I mean, people who watched uh, Rebels know full well how uh, cool and terrifying Inquisitors are. Um, but it's time for live action to understand that because we haven't really seen that. We didn't see that yeah. on Mandalorian, of course, or Boba Fett. That's well after the Galactic Civil War. So the fact that this is a one live action series we know about that's returning to that period, this is, we got to see them. We got to see them. Before we continue with some uh, predictions for what we think is going to be in this first Obi-Wan Kenobi teaser, we want to thank our friends at Peloton for sponsoring this episode. One of your biggest enemies to getting fit is boredom. Doing the same workout over and over can sap your motivation to exercise and hurt your progress. And that's where our friends at Peloton can help with their awesome Peloton app. You don't need to own one of the cool Peloton bikes to use this app for classes and workouts. They have new classes, new music, and new ways to keep your workouts fun and motivating. Peloton has a workout for every day and every schedule. De-stress from a long day with 30 minutes of strength and 20 minutes of cardio, or do a quick 15 minute total body class before work. You stay motivated while having fun with bike workouts, yoga, meditation, dance, cardio, and more. They have some really cool boxing classes that I'm excited to try out. You don't need to have ever boxed before. Uh, you don't even need to have gloves more than like, you know, the Power Ranger gloves that I still have that make Oh you, yeah, punch, those my Hulk hands, I, I use my Hulk hands. Hulk smash! You can build up an excellent sweat while learning the fundamentals of boxing and channeling your inner welterweight champion. You could use the app on all of your devices, play it on your TV to work out in the living room, or bring your phone or tablet out into the yard for some sun and sweat outdoors. If you want to add some great motivating variety to your workouts, check out the Peloton app by clicking the link in the video's description or visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. That's O-N-E-P-E-L-O-T-O-N.com. <laughs> Dot com. Any day now, we could get the Obi-Wan Kenobi teaser. Uh, I'm so excited for this. It's going to be a game changer. So I want to know from you, let's make some predictions of what will and won't, won't be 
be in this Kenobi trailer if it drops this week. Let's talk about do we think we're gonna see Hayden Christensen either under the mask or with the mask off? Are we gonna see the fate of the scarred face of Hayden? I don't think we get a face reveal yet. I think we get a Vader. I think we get images of Vader. I don't think we get a face reveal yet. Here, here's here's what here's my take on like what Star Wars likes to do in trailers. And I say I know I say this to the man who breaks them down better than anyone in the biz, baby. <laughs> But one thing that Star Wars can't help themselves is an audio reveal in the trailer. Whether it's a heavy mm. breathing Vader in a Rogue One or a Palpatine mm -hmm. cackle in a uh, whatever. What was the last one? Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> I think we're going to get maybe a Hayden Christensen kind of like force ghost voice over a Vader image. That's that, that's my prediction. I also think mm. we're going to get at the end of the trailer a Qui-Gon voice. I think that's going to be the, oh. like, the fade out is going to be the reveal that Liam Neeson is coming back as a Qui-Gon. And I think it'll be like something like, hello, old friend, I've been taken. See, I I think we may, if if this trailer does tease that moment, I think it would be, it would almost be like uh, you and turn around being like, it's been too long, old friend. Yes. I don't know if we would see, maybe a uh, soft blue sure, glow on his sure, face. Sure. You know, like, I don't know if we would Ooh, see a blue glow. Uh, Liam yet. Oh my yeah, God, I would glow. cry if he turned around and there was it's a just blue soft blue little blue glow. It's Max Rebo with a, with a flashlight. I can't die. <laughs> <laughs> I can never die. Oh, Max Rebo. <laughs> <laughs> That's who Benny Safdie's playing, right? A coked out Max Rebo. <laughs> oh, he better. He better be. Yeah, I don't want to see Benny play anything else. Um, <laughs> but speaking of blue glows, uh, do you think we will see the ignition of Anakin's lightsaber? I mean, a Kenobi teaser seems to me like we may see several lightsabers igniting, right? Like that's kind of... Right, yeah. That's, I mean, the Ewan McGregor Kenobi, I feel like, established... How important the lightsaber is to the character. Maybe a little more than poor Sir Alec Guinness going like. Hey, he did. He did what he was told. Oscar nominated. I think the only Star Wars actor to be Oscar nominated. He did great. I love Alec Guinness. Bridge over River Kwai. One of my favorite Star Wars movies. Okay. Uh, next thing. Do you think we might see the planet of Alderaan in this trailer? You know, we we know we're not going to get to see it forever. So I'd certainly like a few more glimpses. <laughs> Glimpses of Alderaan. I mean, that would definitely, to me, be a pretty clear key that we're going to see a young Leia then, right? Like, why show Alderaan? Yeah, you know? yeah. I think, uh, like the Inquisitors, this is the one opportunity for Star Wars in live action to really show us, I guess, any point before it explodes, we could see Alderaan in the past, before the Galactic Civil War. But I think it'd be fascinating just to go there and see topographically what it looked like and... Uh, and just show us what we lost when Tarkin blew it up. And I agree. If we see it, we're probably going to see young Leia. Um, do you think we will see... I, I have to assume we'll see Kamal Nanjiani's character in this, yeah. right? Like, Disney loves to put Kamal in a trailer. Oh, yeah. Especially, we, we don't know how muscular he is for this one yet. I think he shot this after he shot Eternal. So I have to imagine this is just still... like Chris Pratt. This is permanent Kamal now. That's yeah. right. Now, he is now only He's brick shithouse Kumal. He's no longer, we'll <laughs> never, we'll never see doughy comedian Kumal again. In the arms of the and then, uh, I guess lastly, are we going to see any kind of tease of the duel between Obi-Wan and Vader? Are we going to see lightsabers clash? 
I don't know, because if this is the only trailer we're getting, then yes. But it presumably we'll get more. We'll get another trailer bef- right before, right? I think we'll. I think we'll get at least two. Yeah. So then I don't think so. Not in the first one. It's saying no. All right. Well, we will find out. Hopefully this week we'll get our Obi Wan Kenobi trailer, uh, and we'll check it afterwards to see how how right we were. <laughs> how and then, wrong uh, I was. <laughs> and how wrong. Usually how wrong I am as well. Um, but uh, that is it for this week on Wookie Leaks. Don't forget to check out our many great merch options over at NewRockStarsMerch.com or EpicHeroShop.com. Follow me at EA Vots. Follow Tommy at Tommy Bechtold. Follow New Rockstars. Subscribe to New... Uh, subscribe to Wookie Leaks wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you for watching and goodbye there. Bye.